0: my avid followers from the beginning of this podcast knew it as Pleasure Seeking, named after my new book, The Magic of Pleasure Seeking. As soon as my book is available to pre-order, I'll announce it here. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Claudia Monacelli with another episode from the Multiple Voices podcast. And today I have a guest, Lisa Miron, who is... um, let's say I would call her um, a healer that covers different constellations of course I'm looking at some key words in relation to her healing but who is Lisa Lisa's passion is to help people to help people grow develop connect to a higher level of awareness and uh, this way they can enjoy life to the fullest so for the past 15 years lisa has been working with client with different healing methods um, that include family constellations i'm particularly interested in that i've heard of this many many years ago and i'd like to ask her for some examples coaching uh, emotional freedom techniques which are tapping a tapping method nlp neurolinguistic programming meditation, channeling, and Reiki. I'll also ask her about her channeling experience. So she was studying and living in the United States, and she has studied in France and Singapore, Belgium, Spain, Italy, and Guatemala. This all has given her a unique perspective on her personal development and personal development in general. Lisa, welcome to this show.
1: Thank you so much, Claudia. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah. So as you heard me say, there's this uh, family constellations that are uh, very interesting as a way of healing. And it's not your mainstream healing process or therapeutic process. And then later on, I'll ask you about your vision, your idea of channeling and what that is in in your
1: words. Go ahead, you have the floor, my dear. (laughs) Thank you, thank you so much. So Family Constellations is a tool that we use for healing and it is a very powerful tool. And what we're doing here is that we're healing the aspects that we have in our lives that make us stuck in any area of our lives. It could be with success, with relationships, with love, with work, with health, uh, in any aspect where we're repeating patterns, either of our life or patterns from... Okay, so let's say I'm
0: a client, I find you from word of mouth, someone who worked with you, tells me, look, Lisa, you, you, you should try her and i come to you and i say look i see the same things happening same kind of relationships they end after three weeks i like my work but it's getting so boring um then what is the next process i'm a client i'm going to pay you
1: (laughs) (laughs) so we would start with one aspect that you're dealing with because here you you mentioned two right you mentioned your relationships and you mentioned your work right so let's say that we're going to focus on your relationships good so then we start uh working with the aspect of your family your family system because we from the moment of conception to the first years of our life yeah. start taking on aspects of our family system emotions patterns we want to belong because for us belonging means survival so we're going to do things the way our family does it. Give we're me an example,
0: a for example, from, go,
1: mm-hmm. going to what you were saying that, uh, uh, let's say, you know, a client comes and they have problems with relationships right. because they last three weeks and they, you know, mm-hmm. they never go more than that. So then we're going to start exploring. What are the relationships in your family system? What are the re- what is the relationship between your parents? What was it like when you were growing up? Okay. Uh, what happened with your grandparents? With your great grandparents? What do you know? What do you not know? Uh, and if you said that um, in this case you all relationships last only three weeks, then we start wondering, you know, what happened in the past? What are you connecting to from your family system that you're not okay. able to? have relationships that last more than three weeks. Is it, do you do anything with drawing,
0: with mapping family relations, or uh, do they go black on white on
1: paper, or is it dialogue? It's dialogue and it's a lot of energetic work. Mm -hmm. So I connect energetically to you, to your family system. I also do uh, the, the part of the family constellation that I represent different people from your family system and just connect energetically to see what's going on. And this is what we do when we're doing a group family constellation. Different people that are there in the group that don't know you at all are going to be representing you, your relationship, your mother, your father, your grandfather, and how people connect to the information and they start relating with each other is going to give us information of what are the entanglements that you have in the family system. So, from your so what you're
0: saying, if I've understood, it's sort of a group dynamic. There are other
1: clients all together. We can do it as a group uh-huh. or individually. So that is the way we do it as a group. And if I'm doing it individually with a client, then I do all the different representations. So, so it's more you, like a group session, but in small, slow motion okay. because I'm doing one. Representation so you are and the role. Rep- you
0: take on a role and then another
1: role. OK. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. And how long does a session last? Usually
1: the one on one sessions last 90 minutes.
0: 90. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And I uh, had asked you if there was one person that you could talk to, who would you like to talk to? And you said you'd like to talk to your great-grandmother and you'd ask her to tell you about her life, you know. And I'm thinking in this family constellation, who was your great-grandmother?
1: My great-grandmother, I mean, the word that comes is love. She, right. I did know her, yeah. uh, I think Lucky. that she passed away maybe when I was like five years old, uh-huh. maybe six years old, but I do remember her, and um, and I have the same name as her, ah. and I'm actually, my name is Lisa Margarita, ah. so Margarita in English, Margaret. Yes. Uh, so my mom is also Margarita, my grandmother is oh. Margaret, my great-grandmother yeah. is Margaret, her mother was... Uh, Margaret. So I'm actually the 10th in line, uh, Margaret. The
0: 10th. Oh, did this have any influence on you going into family constellations? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing that I'm aware of, at least. In Italian, we say viva la (laughs) sincerità. That means, you know, you you were very, very honest about that. Um, Well, what made you get into this?
1: So I am um, originally from Guatemala yeah. and at some point I was living in Spain mm-hmm. and I did in Spain a master in human resources. And then I decided to do a master in life coaching. Yeah. And when I was doing the master in life coaching, one of our teachers said, it doesn't matter how much you work with a client, how much limiting beliefs, how much tools, NLP, whatever you do with the client, there's some clients that are just going to be stuck. And in that moment, it would be good for them to do a family constellation. And they just—that's just, that, that's just what they just said,
0: family constellation. Yeah. And you didn't know what yeah. it was at that point.
1: I've never heard about it. Uh huh. <laughs> and of course, I said what? <laughs> but it sounded so important that I decided to find find out more. And so I started exploring this. And you know, for me, it was like love at first sight. Oh. <laughs> Great! It was like, wow, what is this? This is amazing. It's incredible. It's like I've had so many questions in my life and this suddenly started answering all those questions. It made sense. It brought connections. It made, uh, it just. It was just this incredible sense of energy and connection when I was starting to learn about it. So I started to learn more and more and more. Yeah.
0: Well, of course, and, I'm going it. and asking you more and more questions. Um, because <laughs> I said, give me an example, give me an example. Would it be ethically possible for you to give a specific uh, example of a client who had uh, an issue and how exactly did you go about it what was the role what did you have to impersonate to get around the issues that they had do you feel like sharing that with us
1: so what's coming up right now the it's what comes up the most yeah and it's actually something that we work in family constellations but it's not not something that i would call ancestral something that we carry from our ancestors necessary we do but Mm -hmm. what comes up the most in the family constellations that i do is the abortions and miscarriages ah because everybody belongs in the family system right it doesn't matter what they did in their lives right and the ones that are excluded are the ones that we have connections with i didn't understand
0: that i didn't get that yeah
1: so because we, for, and we get all the, these energetic connections from the first years of our lives unconsciously, mm-hmm. because we want to help the family system heal, because we want to belong, we want to be accepted, and because we're so grateful for our life that out of this gratefulness we want to help the family system heal. So because we have this desire of helping the family system heal, we're going to make like energetic connections like bonds, also called entanglements, loyalties, family members that had trauma that they blocked emotions or that were rejected that were excluded that are are not remembered Mm -hmm. and one of the biggest problems in society nowadays in our society are abortions and miscarriages because they belong in the family system and they don't have a place they're not remembered mm -hmm. they're not honored so, we make entanglements with our siblings that were not able to be born, our aunts or uncles that also were not able to be born. And that affects our lives. So, what happens is that imagine that my mom had a miscarriage before I was born. Right. And it could be an abortion as well because they are both part of the family system. Right, right. So, if a baby is born and dies one week later, we have this whole, whole process. Of, of grieving, of um, saying goodbye, of, of suffering, yes. and, and, and people uh, react in a certain way. Yes. But if the baby dies four months before being born, yes, then the family suffers in silence. Mm, we I don't see. have any process, any ritual, but any exactly. way to deal
0: with this baby. Very interesting this is. Mm-hmm. Um, it this is. makes me think, as you were talking, I was think of thinking of... People who are orphans, who do not know their family, and uh, that I guess that's the same process of reconstructing the family ties with abortions and miscarriages. You have to, in some way, make act as a bridge for people who did not know their relatives. They grew up with certain parents.
1: Mm Yeah, that's where the energetic work comes, because if we don't know our biological parents, we can still do this work because the entanglements that we have, most of them are with our biological parents because they are the ones that gave us our life. Right. And then out of gratefulness for our adoptive parents, we're also going to have entanglements with them. We're also going to carry things from their family system. Again, out of this gratefulness for them taking care of us. And again, all this is unconscious. We don't know that we do this. So when somebody does not know anything of the family system, we do this work energetically and it doesn't matter that they don't know because all this is in our uh, subconscious, Mm -hmm. our subconscious knows and our mental, you know, our conscious does not need to know for the healing to take place.
0: Mm -hmm. Interesting. This. So,
1: yeah. Um, so going back to the what I was saying about the miscarriage, uh, what happens is that if there was a baby that was not able to live before I was born, mm-hmm. and this baby, you know, it was such a difficult process that it was so hard for uh, my parents to to accept that loss. They were not able to to deal with that pain, and they just kind of like buried it, you know, away. And I'm born, and it's like I'm born into a to Replace the one that was not able to yes, be born. Yes, I see. I see. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not in my place. I'm that's in the right. place of somebody else that's, that's not right. alive. That's so, right. it's like I don't have the energy to fully connect to life because I'm in the place of somebody that was not able to live. Yes. And then I feel out of place in my life. I feel that I don't belong. I feel that I don't have energy. I have problems all the time and I don't know why. And then often what comes the most is because uh, there's an abortion or a miscarriage in the family system that doesn't have their place. And when, I'm, when we connect to this and give the place to, the, to, to, to this baby that was mm-hmm. not able to be born, I can fully stand in my place. Yeah. And then connect to the energy of life and to all that life can give to me and it's funny because uh recently he, right now there's this exposition of van gogh it's not an exposition i think it's called van gogh immersive something like this but they have like a, uh they they're having it in several places in, in the united states mm-hmm. but what they do is that you go into a room and they have like videos of the of his paintings yes. that are interactive so you have music and Beautiful. the video you know the Beautiful. the point the, the paintings kind of move so I was learning about his life, and um, I don't know if we know about his life, but he yes. had a very difficult life, conflicts in Yes. Uh, and uh, I was I learned that he had a a brother that died. I think several just just a few months after was th- this brother was born. Mm-hmm. And actually, the parents had named this ba- baby Vincent. Oh. And the baby died. Ah. So then they had another the Vincent that we know yes so and they even gave the the same name yeah so the, and so when I was you know listening to this it's like wow this makes so much sense and then you see his life his struggles how much conflict he had how much he was not able to really fully connect with life because he was living the life of somebody that, that was dead, yeah. basically yeah. and you uh, know he just didn't have yeah. the strength to connect yeah. to life
0: yeah interesting this is Yeah, it makes sense, and it's uh, fascinating. It's fascinating. Let's. I just wanted to ask about um, the success rate. I know we're not into statistics here, but how? um, Have you ever had a case when someone you worked with with family constellations didn't make any kind of didn't wasn't able to heal or wasn't able to develop in a certain way? Were they, did they remain stuck? And if so, why?
1: So yes, and a lot of it, I don't know because uh, I usually have uh, clients that come for a specific situation in their lives and we only do one constellation. This is not like therapy where you do session after session. Um, So sometimes I don't know about the clients then there's the, the the other aspect that when we start doing this work, we have a specific intention yes. of bringing the best possible healing for the client and for the family system. Right. Without having a specific outcome of I what is what we're looking for. Of course. Because we don't know really what's what's the best. Uh huh. So we're gonna just have the intention of bringing the. The, the best possible feeling, whatever that is, and I to see. be open to this. I So see. sometimes this might be different than the intention of the client. Okay. And at the same time, uh, there's uh, there are some clients that are, are are stuck. And going back to your example that you were saying about you know relationship, um, here what we're doing is that we're letting go of those entanglements, those those connections. So you can imagine like a, a like a pool that we have like a that's keeping us stuck. So if I have an entanglement that is keeping me from having a healthy, loving relationship in my life, and I let go of that, I'm able to heal. I'm able to realize, you know, I'm having this because my grandmother uh, got divorced when when she was 25 and had to raise uh, their cho- her, you know, her children on her right. own. So then I'm carrying her difficulties. And yes. then I let go of that. I honor and respect her experience and let go of what I'm carrying from her. Um, I'm, letting go of what is keeping me stuck
2: yes but i'm
1: still responsible for my life i'm still responsible for what i want Mm -hmm. and this is not and i always tell my clients because i have several clients that come for relationship situations because they cannot find a partner right so i tell them after we finish this constellation nobody is going to magically appear sitting next to you tomorrow right (laughs) it doesn't work this way And often I have clients that come several months after and they say, You know, I haven't been able to find a partner. And I said, Okay, so tell me, what have you done? Nothing. nothing.
0: Yeah. But well, then nothing is going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. So, so this here is here. You, we're you're, letting go
1: of those yeah. entanglements. Yeah. But we're still responsible for our success, for our life, for our relationships, for our mm-hmm. health. If we do. And, and you know many constellations to be healthy and we eat McDonald's three times a day every day <laughs> you know we're still going to be unhealthy i mean here we're letting go of what's keeping us from being healthy but we still need to yeah, be responsible yeah. and do what's important for us to be healthy
0: um you made me think of something because you said we don't do constellations all the time so you don't have the feedback afterwards um i was thinking of past life regression i worked with hypnotherapy and uh, people who go into their past lives. I was just talking today to a colleague and I was saying, you know, in my practice, it takes two sessions, like yourself, 90 minutes. And I've only in two cases gone to a third session that the person needed, but really either just one, two max, and then I I really, I can count that on one hand. Does it ever happen that you do more than one constellation with a person? Do they come back?
1: Yes, and I suggest that people do constellations on the biggest aspects in their lives where they're stuck. So what usually my clients do is that they come for, uh, for example, one session in relationships, one session for their health, one session for uh, the work. One session for the, like for the for the biggest aspects I where see. they feel stuck, and often what happens is after doing around three sessions, there's like this flow in life, like this wellness, and you cannot really find. I, I had a, a, a client the other day. Uh, this was actually after one session. Uh, she said that she had been doing many things and just did not find any relief or change in her life. Yeah. And we did one session, and she did another one, and she came and said. I don't know what happened, but you know, the same situations in my life are going on that used to worry and stress me. So the situation happens and I'm looking for the worry and waiting for the worry to come and waiting for the stress <laughs> to come and it doesn't come. <laughs> it doesn't and come. And this is so strange because I've had that all my life. So i kind of like, I'm, yeah. uh, There's a void. it feel strange. Yeah. 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 And so, in and this is actually what happens is that we suddenly, You know, situations don't bother us anymore. We feel this well-being, this Mm -hmm. connection with life, this flow in life. We will always have problems, difficulties, and conflicts because it's life. life. And this is how we grow. Mm -hmm. This is how we learn. Mm -hmm. But with this work, I've noticed, you know, that people start flowing easier in life, enjoying more life, even though the conflicts and the situations that are difficult are still there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Let's leave that. Uh, leave this to the side even if I'd like to talk more about it but um, you mentioned channeling and I'd like to know what you your definition of channeling how it's done so
1: I've taken a channeling but not to specifically do channeling for my clients but more to be able to um, increase my capacity to connect to the energy, to the information, okay, to what so give me, I'm here kind of like examples. channeling for my clients. So okay. it's a different kind of channeling because it's a channeling that I use specifically for the information that I'm receiving and connecting to, so, to do the family constellation. All right, so you're channeling energy to
0: uh, get information. You're channeling to get information.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay, and it's a little bit like um, we all do this all the time. Intuition, it, it sounds very mystical. You're psychic, but making. it's like you know, if you go to a room of people and you sometimes open the door and nobody has said anything, they're all looking like very normal, and you're like. <gasps> What's going on here? Like you feel this tension in the air and it's like, woof, I'm going to go somewhere else. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know that we all do that all the time, but most of the times we're just not aware of it. Mm -hmm. And this is our capacity to connect to the situation, to the field, to the energy. Mm -hmm. So the channeling that I've done is like to increase this capacity. To connect to the information mm-hmm. to the field to what it's important yeah. for the client mm-hmm. that i'm working with no because i wanted to
0: because a lot of people make uh don't make a difference between channeling and mediumship they put them all together and channeling information is like you say and mediumship is connecting with the other world and and having spirits talk through you Mm-hmm.
1: Well, is yeah, so that that yeah. I, I don't do. Mm-hmm. I, it, it's just connection like connect, connecting to the energy. And even though we could be connecting to the spirits of the ancestors, what we're specifically connecting to is to the field of information, uh, right. And we know from quantum physics that information is everywhere. everywhere. And then we know that with our intuition, we're connecting to this information right you, And this you is the heard. work that we're
0: doing. See, surely you've heard uh, talk of the akashic records. Edgar Casey coined the word, and others have used it. The Akashic Records is sort of a metaphor, uh, a, a library of all the information that's available to us. You tap and get the information. So we do Akashic record readings. Now, Lisa, Mer- Miran, if you'd like, what would you like to tell our listeners? Um, to leave them with a a concept or some ideas that could help them.
1: So what's important and the most important work is acceptance.
2: Hmm.
1: Acceptance of everybody in your family system. And think about specifically the ones that you don't remember, the ones that everybody criticizes, the ones that everybody excludes or judges all the time. And those are the ones that we need to actually accept and love and understand that everybody belongs in the family system, honor and respect everyone. Let go about judgment and criticism because we need to connect to the part that everybody's doing the best that they can with their own entanglements that they have with the family system, with their own traumas, with their own experiences, with the knowledge, with their awareness level. I mean, everybody would do better if they could. And if they're not doing that it's because they can't so we need to honor and respect their own paths their own ways of experiencing their life and choose to live our life the in our adult let, let let go of the child let go of the trying to please everybody else uh, but connecting to life and to the desire to uh, connect to all that life can give to us because that is a decision and that is a decision that we. That, that we make when we uh, become an adult when we separate from our family. So we need to honor and respect everyone. We need to honor and respect where we came from, the, the country that, that, that we came exactly, from. Yeah. And le- and again letting go about ju- judgment and criticism and connect to our the, to the strength of the present because it's the only only moment that exists yeah. and decide to enjoy it. Yeah accepting the challenges that we have but also connecting with gratitude to all that we do have in this moment yeah
0: thank you so much lisa for taking the time and coming to talk with us i really appreciate it
1: thank you so much for having me bye